For those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. All right, what's up, everybody? We're back here at the SDC, and I got my boy Rod and Alex. Rod with Road FS, yes, and then Alex with Mobile Tech RX. And, How you doing? And of course, I'm Dustin uh, with with Detail Bookie. And we wanted to jump on here, um, bring the software companies together, and talk a little bit about like, you know, what software has impact, how it's impacted the industry, um, how you know, what do we do here at these events, and just just chat it up a little bit while we were all in the same room together. And I figured that we'd take that opportunity. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So. Guys, I mean, how, how's the show going for you so far? Honestly, it's been a great show for us. Uh, the traffic, the environment. Honestly, for us, we, uh-huh. as you guys know, we come from a PDR space. Sure. So coming to these shows, it really allows a team to immerse themselves in the art that is detailing. Right. And, and see the intricacies that go into just being a detailer. There's so much more than just making a car look brand new. Sure. Uh, and coming to these shows, it's enlightening. And it's a great experience for the entire team. Yeah, and I'm sure for your business, I mean, it kind of maybe the PDR could overshadow the detailing aspect of it because y'all are so well known in the PDR industry. And so stepping out of there and coming to one that's specifically detailed allows you to kind of shine that light and say, hey, you know, our, we have a detail side too, and it's strong, and we're we're great at that as well. Exactly. You, it allows you to see the similarities. Right? Yeah. It being an auto reconditioning, there's similarities, but there's also very drastic differences. There is the nuances are, 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 are yeah, they're they're there for sure. So for me, this is a good show. I think it's uh, I, I compare them a lot. This is better than the last year. There's Absolutely. More traffic, there's yeah. more vendors. Uh, the, there's more people out doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the like I was just saying, the subtleties in it are looking at how you can help somebody's business. All three mm-hmm. of these softwares are starting from a business solving a business problem. That's that, it. And that's what that's we're it. trying to do is just take your business to the next level. Yeah. It's just like going and taking a training on polishing and taking your to the next level using a software program takes that business to the next level it, so. it does and i think detailer detailers struggle as a whole to 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 relate to the business side of things and so an event like this allows them to come in the ones that that, that come to these events really get to see it like they get it you know yeah. and and then the ones that are you know our job is to keep bringing more and more in so they can understand but but software it does it bridges the gap from being a detailer to being a business owner and allows yeah. them to see things as a whole from that bird's eye view and and, and truly start to manage their business rather than just work in it. That's exactly. the idea. Yeah. And yeah. in reality, when what I've learned being here is that the difference between a successful detailer uh-huh. and just your average detailer is the intent to network Absolutely. and to broaden your horizons, right? So everybody that comes here, the way they speak, the way they talk about their business, it's so infectious. And, it is. And, and they have that intent to want to be great. Yep. And it resonates. Yeah, it does. I think I think the hardest part about software in the in the automotive reconditioning industry is trying to get them to bridge that gap and understand it's just like the other tools you use. You know, you get a new polisher, there's a new innovation, and it saves you 25, 35 minutes here and there. Sure. Software is the same thing. You're just innovating the business. You're getting it to run on its own. So yep. you're not. So you can actually work in the business and not struggle to. Oh, how am I going to do invoicing? How am I going to get this to the client? I've got right. those reminders and. You know, years and years ago, you had to stack a really important stuff you were going to follow up on, and now all of our softwares can help them do that. And I think that's the nice part about it. And for me, one of the best things about this, honestly, is having other software companies here. Absolutely. Because it keeps us all in it, and we all 
know that there's going to be innovations that come around the corner, and it's just how each of us do it and how each of us solve that problem. Yeah, and we all take a different approach to it. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're solving a lot of the same problems just a different way. And some, and the way that we solve it may work for one where it doesn't work for the other. And, you know, that's that's why it's great for someone that's that's – you know, looking into software, they can come and talk to each one of us and see which one's yeah. a better, you know, a fit. Because sometimes it's not about software. Sometimes it's about the, the service and the, and the people behind exactly. the software, right? Mm -hmm. And someone may relate to you better than they do myself or Ryan or, or you. And that's, how, and that's how they, you know, that allows them to get to know us on a personal level. And I think that that's huge. You know, and you mentioned um, software being like a tool, and it's absolutely that. And one thing that we see is a lot of these guys will come in and they'll start the trial and then they won't use it, maybe, you know, or they'll yep. set it down. And what I tell them is it's, like, no different than if you buy a polisher and you go set it on the shelf and don't use it. It's not going to do its job. You know, you don't become an expert by it sitting on the shelf. you got to start using the software. And just like a polisher, you're not going to start out being the best ever. you got to learn it. And so, you know, these guys that download it or, or that, that sign up and, and they try and say, you know, it's just so confusing or we're trying to learn it or blah, blah, blah. You got, you're not going to be great when you start. You just got to keep using it, and then, then you'll see how it kind of comes into your workflow. Yeah, and I think that's universal with any software. Oh, absolutely, you, you, yeah. There's an adoption to it. It's, I, I explain it to people, and I say, you know, if you went from using a rotary to using a DA, the first time you pick up that the DA, you're going to hate it. Because yeah. you, it's like, well, I didn't put any pressure on it at all, and I stop it. You know, yep. It doesn't work anymore. That's right. And, and you've got to, it's like a tool. you got to train it. So we give them that, you know, as you guys all do on the onboarding, you're like, hey, that first 30 days, there's going to be some bumps. Yes. Let's help you work through it. Yep. Let's, you know, learn a day in the life. And I think that's the fun part for me. I love coming to these shows, and I love being in front of people, obviously. But I also like going in the shop with people and seeing how oh, they do awesome. it. And yeah. getting on site with them and figuring out, you know, how we can solve a problem. That's right. that's right. I also think that's the value of the education sessions. Right? Uh -huh. they, they come and they sit down, and they're taking the time to absorb the information on how to use the app, and it kind of is a personalized experience to learning the software, which helps that onboarding and that learning curve yeah. that typically can take anywhere between a week to 30 days to really nail down a software. For some people, it's more than that. For some people, it's less than that, right? Sure. But yep. being here, communicating face-to-face, -face, showing them how it works and how it can benefit their business is huge. And as you guys mentioned, one option is never enough. Right, no, so right. when you only have one software to choose, you're probably not. It's either them or nothing. And what what if we see it's going to be nothing, right? Yeah, but they have multiple options, multiple people to choose from, and we're all drastically similar but different we at are, the same yeah, time, absolutely. right? Absolutely. So yep. it gives them, you know, the ability to come here and chat with every single one of them and decide what's most important for their business what's and working. their needs. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You know what's cool to me? Um, I always love the stories of somebody that's been on the software for a year or so, um, and they've gotten, like, they have something really unique about their business, and they've manipulated or they've, they've used the software in a way that we probably didn't design yep. it, but they've created a solution for themselves. And, um, you know, uh, Jackie, Jackie well, I know she's been one of the most creative, one of our users, the most creative within our software on how she's changed some of the things and notifications and settings and such, that it, it truly is unique to her business. And I think that's so cool. Those are the fun stories for me to hear when they're coming by and say, you know, I did this and, you know, you guys do it this way, but it works so much better when I do this, this, and this, yeah. you know. And I'm yeah, it's, it's that, it's that, it's that we expect them to do it a certain way, but then yeah. they're going to find another way to do it. We have 
we have uh, uh, clients that have multiple businesses, and I think it's yeah. always unique how one guy, this business uses it this way, and this business uses it this way, and you're like, I, I, I run this software every I day, and I didn't figure that out, <laughs> exactly. but you know how to do that, and it's, exactly. that's one of the greatest things about it, and I think that's the same with everything. I mean, they do that with polishes and pads. And sure they do. They figure out their own They've... combinations, and I don't think the software is any different. I agree, and I think detailers are the most creative. Out of all our verticals, obviously we glass repair, PDR, detailers, they go into the, the system and they rip it apart and they, they, do. they know oh, yeah. they're using it in a way that I never imagined. Exactly, exactly. I, I love the creativity, and it really goes into the marketing aspect. I think detailers, more so than any other industry, uh-huh. they have brand presence and awareness. Sure. So when they go into a system... They rig it up to where their customers are getting all of these unique text alerts, birthday reminders, yeah, reoccurring yeah. clients, and, yeah. and yeah, they, they yeah. know how to work. And, and I think that's the most unique part about that. You mentioned something, the personal touch, and that is something that I know we all do, but mm-hmm. that is something that, that I don't think they really adopted. And once they figure that out, you know, when you can look, yes. at, look at a piece of software and you know, oh, Mrs. Jones' birthday is coming up, or it, she really likes giraffes, you know, and right, stuff like that. Right. Those kind of things I think are... They're not something we push, but that is the stuff that keeps their customers engaged and gets them that recurring revenue, which at the end of the day, we're trying to help them make money. Exactly, and this is what I kind of preach to them. I said, you know, it's so much cheaper to retain a customer than it is to go acquire exactly. a new one. And so if we can, if our if our system can help you retain that by setting some things up that we can automate, the things that we know they're not doing unless it's ran through a system, you're not calling your customers that are six months, you know, six months down the road and just checking yeah. in on them. But we can set up an automated reminder and just checking in. Hey, maybe it's time for this. Or maybe, you know, just saying, hey. And these things are happening. And now that customer's reengaged with you, and it costs you basically nothing. Uh, and, and so it's much cheaper to retain those customers. Anything you gain from that is almost free versus having to go out and find new customers every single day. Yep. Um, yep. You know, and so- software bridges that gap for sure. Yeah, and I, I think the key to this, a lot of people ask us, you know, what's next? You know, we had a podcast where they're like, well, what's next? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know what? It's, it's whatever innovations come about. That's We're right. going to adapt to it. And I think like no other industry, software is able to adapt and yes. hit those challenges. You know, I read yesterday, I got a notification that uh, Apple's coming out with a new phone, right? There's going to be an oh, Apple wow. 14 Pro, this and that. Uh-huh. The, you know, our developers are already on that. They're already like, all right, what's going to be the differences? Yep. Is it going to kill this? Is it going to kill that? And it's no different than any other industry. It's just that uniquely to us, we are programmed no, yes. Pun no pun intended. To actually <laughs> overcome those challenges. Yeah, and and it's and and we get met with those challenges like almost every day. You know, when you start to put on you know users and they got all these different scenarios and different phones, different operating systems, and then you know, and then they're using it in different ways. You start to find things that that you have to adjust and tweak and and build. So the software is never really built. You know, it's yeah. just a, it's an evolving thing that just gets better over time. And the more inputs you can get from your users the better the software becomes. But that's the change we need in the industry, right? I've always th- I've always encouraged feature requests and things that you yeah. need rather than saying, you know what, I don't need this. I can do this elsewhere without right. a software. Right. So that that shows that the industry is kind of starting to realize that software can be a benefit because yeah. being a detailer and a business owner, it's hard, right? It is. We're just talking yes. about marketing. We're talking yes. about some people are their own They wear a lot of hats. Yeah, yeah. They, they wear 10 hats. Let the software is where five or six of them for you, there you so they go. can focus right. on detail. Yeah. Well, Rod, you've been in this business a lot longer than both of us. Um, so what do you see? I mean, have you seen a change in the last three, four, 
That's and right. So it's it's an easier adoption from let's say 2008 when they're like, I don't need any of this crap. Yeah, absolutely. Paper. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's it. The other innovations you're seeing are things like integrations with other software, yes. credit card processing, or they want to use a CRM features and they mm-hmm. want to do the inventory stuff, and it's just. Those are going to keep growing. I think, like you said, it's never going to be done, and the innovations, and the innovations will never stop. Correct. It's just a matter of what iteration or where you end that process. Right. Which exactly. direction are you going? Where Where's your focus at? And and you know, just like you guys, we let our users kind of dictate that and on a certain level. You know, we have a roadmap yeah. and we have you know what we want to see done. But we really rely on our users for that feedback because now we can condition the software um, to best suit the majority, you know, yep. and it only it should only be getting better every day, you know. And every feature that we release, we want it to make your job easier, not mm-hmm. something else you got to learn. You know, you know, you all know how aggravating it is when that, when your phone updates and you don't know what all's on, you know. And we don't want our software to be, you know, that way. We want things when we update you to understand and you to learn and you to understand like how much easier your job can be because of this feature. Yeah, I think the in- innovation is a result of two things. It's a, a feature request that leads to saving time for, uh-huh. the, for our end user mm-hmm. or making them more money. That's right. If it can do either of those two, then, then we will find a way to put it on the roadmap because it's going right. to benefit. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's what, uh, you know, for customers, hopefully in the next couple of years, they understand that that process takes a little longer. Takes, takes a little and time. It, this, you know, it's, just, it's like asking a coding company, if you could just develop a coding that was a different color and it smelled a little different, yeah. and it, by Thursday. They yeah. said, no, they're not going to do that. Yeah. they got to put it through R&D. they got to put it through testing. And, and every time there's an innovation, you know, we all want our software. We know we're in the detailing industry. We've sure. got attention to details on the software. It has to be right. That's right. So you run it through those cycles. You make it as perfect as it can be, knowing you're going to change it again in two weeks. Exactly. And exactly. then roll it out. There'll be some new phone. There'll be some new device that comes out. And we'll all have to jump on that innovation. But to your point, it should save them time, make them money. That's, Absolutely. That's the key. That actually used to be our only poster we had in our entire thing. It just said, save time, make money. And that's Love the only it. way we could get them in to talk it. about software, right? Yeah. That's it. Because if you said, you know, innovative invoicing software. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Got to keep it simple. Put that on a t-shirt. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's funny that you said, you know, these things take time. Uh, I always thought that you could just... You know, put a button on the software and they can just press it and it does whatever they want to do. I, you know, no, I mean, all joking aside, it does. It takes time. And if you do it correctly, I mean, you know, we could always just patch something in and make it do a thing real quick. But, you know, that does nobody any good. You know, things have to be thought out and planned. And, and what, you know, I think some of the engineers don't understand is what, you know, you change one thing and how many changes it affects down the line. And so yeah. you really have to be conscious of that. And so we, we really have to think those things through. And we hear you when we when you are suggesting but we have a process that we have to go through just as if anybody else, like you said, coding companies or, or whoever, um, have you know a process in place to, to make those changes. But we're happy to hear it, and we will absolutely you know put it on the roadmap. Yeah. I, I think probably what's interesting, yeah, I'm going to jump back, do a callback to a question you asked earlier. I, I have been here a long time, and uh, I think we can kind of tell when there's a company that's going to be here for 15 minutes and then out. Sure, absolutely. And, and you know, when you guys first, we first started seeing you guys a couple of years ago, uh-huh. there, were, there were question marks, are they going to make it? Absolutely. Detailer. Sure. But then when you start seeing that you're going to go through the right process and yeah. you actually have software engineers hired yeah. and you're like, all right, this guy's legit, he's going to be around. Because there's so many people that have an idea they're going to build an app. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you hear for it all sure. the time, like, I'm going to build an app, it's going to be bigger than Facebook. And you're like, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah no, that is on, no, yeah. You can do it, that. 
So you like guys have put in the time and the money, and you got the, the backing to actually well, make one. You hit the nail on the head, the money. I mean, listen, yeah. let's be real. Uh, this thing, you know, coming into this industry, I think there's a lot of people that think that, oh, you can just create an app, and you'll have 10,000 or 15,000 or 100,000 users in our in our industry. And let me tell you, it's a, it's it, you know, it's not a hard sell, but it's a, you got to customers have to understand the detailers have to understand the the difference in running their business with and without, and what it does. And so you have to, they got to see that, and they got to have that aha moment. And so it doesn't just happen, at the blink, you know, at the snap of a finger or blink of an eye. You know, it's a it's a sale, so you know it does take a. It's a financial commitment to build the software and then then go and sell it. Yeah, not only building it, I think maintaining it is always a, that, that is what's yes. most underlooked, right? Anybody can build the software. I can have an idea, build a, build an app. Yeah. Maintaining the app, Maintain but more it. importantly, something that we all have is supporting the app. No, oh, yes, that's all. The questions come time and money. and money. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge. Commitment. don't understand that that it does take a lot of time a lot of effort um i think they're getting that and i yeah. think that the fact that everybody in here has a cell phone that has apps on it they understand they do and uh, yeah. they get that they're doing that and and like you said when they have that aha moment and they see that it's actually oh my god this is saving me money yeah, this, or making me more money right this can actually work yeah but can i ask you guys a question yeah. Uh, yeah. she's obviously rapidly changing 10 years from now i mean kids grew up with iPhones, iPads. Mm -hmm. So the adoption of technology is almost going to be a given. Sure. So what are some challenges you see in the future? Years from now in this industry, technology-wise, also, on the contrary, what are some things that are going to be easier that have maybe yeah. been harder? I, uh, yeah, so, so I see, you know... <laughs> Everybody going to the software side and automation side, I think that you, you know, you still have to realize there's still a physical aspect to it, and and there's an art form to it. That's that's you know, physical. So you can't just go run a detailing business off an app because you got to know how to detail. Yeah, so sir. just as much technology as is gonna, you know, affect and help, you still have to know the art, you know, the this have the skill set to do the detail. And I think that's what can't get lost. You can't just depend on the software to handle everything for you. Still, it's a business to run, and there's a fiscal aspect to it. And I think that that part comes into play, and we don't want to lose that to the next generation coming up as saying, oh, software is the solve-all, fix-all. This is just another tool in the bag that you're going to need to run your business. Software is like a magnifying glass, right? If, if, if you're not great at what you do, yeah. it's just going to highlight, it's gonna that. highlight that's that's right. that you're not great at what you yeah. do. Yeah, and I think I think one of the other things is that um, what I see happening is, from a technical standpoint, is the software tools hopefully will become easier um, as we look at the technologies that we're using. And I look and I work with the developers every day. Um, that those technologies become easier. There's libraries to do stuff. You know, yes. years and years ago, you had to hand code every everything. single thing, and now you, it's just like spell check, right? Years ago, you had to know how to spell everything, and you had uh -huh. to go make the changes. Nowadays, with an app, there's a library that you can get a button to swipe. You can do this. Sure. I think the challenge with that is to learn how to integrate that technology and not, as you were saying earlier, 
real easy to throw a button Not in there. And yeah. it might get easier to throw a button in there, but yeah. it affects everything. It does. And it does. I think that's the that's the key. Um, the more wild the requests are, yeah. the, the harder it is to get it all to work. Well, that's what I was going to say. Simple, you know, it, it, you know, there's value in simplicity, right? And and it's it, and sometimes that's even harder, right? You know, the easier you make it, the harder yeah. it is for us. And so, like, you know, it's like uh, you have to kind of find that perfect mix of. Okay, we can we can do this, but we don't want to make it so complex and so difficult that you don't understand what it is you're doing anyway. So we have to simplify things down, and that just makes it that much harder. And then, you know, just like you said, it, it affects things all the way down the line. You make one change, and you have to think about how it, you know, affects, all, you know, systems throughout. I, I think the challenge we all have is just like these guys. These guys sometimes, detailers, they try to be all things to all people, right? Absolutely. You, if you had a yeah. shop and you're trying to do wheel repair, windshield repair, bumper repair, I do partial paint, yeah. I do touch-up, I do PDR, I do everything. You can be, you, you can be too much. Yes. And yep. I think software sometimes tries to do that, too. Absolutely. We, I find that our guys, sometimes I'm like, you know what? We're not going to be the solution for everyone. We can't everyone. solve all the problems. We're not going to solve every problem in the world, so we need to stay in our niche, and we need to stay doing what we do and do it really well, mm-hmm. and there may be something that comes out that we just can't handle. Absolutely. You know? No, I, I, I To echo that point, I also think that there's an intimidation. When sometimes you do too much, they get a software and it's like, oh, it's, it does, there's so many bells and whistles. Yes. And it's intimidating, right? So yeah. that's kind of, it's a unique challenge that you, we build something that's so innately complex. Yeah. And then we got to simplify, simplify that it. at the very end. And yeah. that's what you do at the end, right? You make it pretty. That's yeah. right. Well, and, and it does, it becomes overwhelming. I mean, these you know, they come on and they're already a little apprehensive at times about it. And then, then if there's so much going on and so much things to learn that, that they just end up putting it back on the shelf and say, Hey, I'm not going to, you know, I don't have time. I never, I don't have time for this. And in reality, it's just, they, you know, it's just overwhelming. So we have to simplify that process and say, okay, you know, it's, it's really, you know, just a few steps to, to get this thing running. And then it's small tweaks over time to really fine tune it. And that's what they need to, you know, that's what detailers need to understand. And they're, and they're, they're getting there. I mean, every, for everyone that we sign up, it just seems to get easier and easier and easier. So. Yeah, and you learn just like anybody else. You learn through that process of what to expect. You know, you're, all of a sudden you know, oh, that guy that's got, you know, four technicians and he's got yes. a mobile and a retail location and he yep. does this and he does ram coins. That guy's going to be a little more difficult maybe mm-hmm. than the, the single operator owner stuff. And I think as the industry evolves and we see some of these companies that are getting more and more into what I'm calling farming out the work, right? Mm-hmm. They figured out that I'm not going to be able to do PPF, yeah, so but I can certainly farm it out. I'm going to sub it out as contractors, subcontractors. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just another tool in their belt, and then we need to just help them solve that and help. Problem. That's right. That's right. Well, and that's our job. You know, we want to be right there with them through it. And, you know, one thing, and I know you guys do the same thing through onboarding, is we want them to understand that this isn't you just sign up and we throw it in your lap. We're here with you through that. You know, you we're here to support you. We want to see you get it in place because we know if you don't use it, you're not going to pay for it. Yeah. So it makes sense for us to support you through that onboarding process, through the time that it takes you to get in there, get everything set up, answer the questions that you have that are specific to your business, mm-hmm. and, and, and they feel that. They should feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think sometimes the onus is, is on us as the software for low adoption, right? Because yes. I think it's our job to teach. And yeah. if we can't teach it in a simplified way to make somebody see the value in 30 minutes or less or in a week yeah. or less, whatever the pre-trial length is, sure. then that's more on the software side. So it I is. think we've been, we've been getting a lot better at just 
being able to relay what they need and how to use it mm-hmm. in a very digestible manner. Right. Oftentimes, yeah. software Small companies can start, pieces. you know, yeah. we, we talk it with very software lingo that's maybe more internal, yeah. and the detailer yeah. might be looking at us like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's one of the things that has that has changed over the last probably 10 or 12 years is it used to be if somebody walked in the door you thought that's my customer mm-hmm. you're gonna I talk to people all the time and at this stage of it I go you know what this I, I can hear it in my mind going this guy's this not a fit right. yes. and instead of trying to hard sell this guy I'm gonna say you know I, I think that you should do this in fact I tell a story all the time of walking a guy over to you guys because uh-huh. if 90% of his business was you guys it was a perfect fit and so sure. we just walked him over and said this Alex, these guys are going to do a lot better job than we are. Absolutely. We're going to make it work, but these guys, that's what their core business was. So yeah. I think that's the thats the difference is that, you know, this wouldn't have happened several uh-huh. years ago. Sure. And and that that's a big deal that, that the industry's come together and working together, and you see these guys doing it as well. Yeah, and here's what's funny. So so we've started doing this with, with us, right? And now you're starting to see it, it go – all the way through. So oh, the yeah. coding companies are now starting to see, hey, these guys, you can get along. You don't have to agree on everything, but you can get along and you can work together and you can say, hey, you know what, the, for the bigger picture here and what's best for the industry is that we all can get on the same page. We're all going to have different, you know, um, aspects of our business and, and, and different features and stuff like that. But it, it does us better to work together and we provide a better service. And it's happening right out here amongst all these coding companies and a product companies. ideas uh-huh. to help elevate the entire industry as a whole so everybody makes everybody more money, everybody gets more clients, yeah. and we all yeah. win. And I think that that is a level of maturity. I mean, as you get a little older, mm-hmm. uh, it'll happen to you someday. Yeah. <laughs> you get a little older, you start realizing that inside yourself. You're like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to be able to. play this game and there's other people that are going to have to take it over and go from there right and you watch that happen right. and you watch that happen in any business and you get to a certain point and if they haven't realized it they get in a rough spot because they've been just pushing and i'm the i'm the man I'm yeah the man. and then all of a sudden at the end they're like wait somebody else has got to do this i can't keep doing this and that's then right they struggle whereas if you're more open and we do this now you just it, I would rather see three, four, five software companies in here that are really good that handle stuff. Yes. I feel I actually feel sorry for the companies that come in here and they're like, we can help out the detailing industry, and I'm and, like, and they don't even do the basic stuff like capturing the vehicle information. I'm yeah, like, sure. I'm like, just don't waste your money. Don't do it. You're not going to make it. You're not yeah. going to make it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and you know what? It feels good to be at the position we are. I'm glad to see that the, that the industry is evolving into this aspect, and I'm and I look forward to the future. Of, of you know detailing and what how it is we can help them and how this thing grows together um, also look forward to SDC I mean this thing's building you know yeah. this is year yeah. three year two in this building and uh, you can already tell I mean it's it's just you know it's it's filling up people are supporting the show um, and I think this you know next year will be even better I know that we'll be here in full support again and uh, look forward to it so you know I, I you know I'm just I'm excited to see where we you know where this thing goes yeah yeah I think it's fun to watch it grow and, and see where we can have the next thing the next thing I think it's interesting when people walk around and they're like well next year we need to do this next yes because you yes. know it's already on their mind of coming right. in and doing it and every year you see new faces you see the old faces yep and, and I think that's part of it is that you see that next generation coming up it is and, you know there was something said at the awards yesterday that really resonated and it's that you come here, and the the theme of the awards was family of origin and family of choice, right? right. That, that was a general theme, 
and I feel it. I, yes. I, I, I genuinely, when I, when I come to SDC, it's not as different from, you know, SEMA that's maybe a little oh, too it, big. It is. It's and way different, yeah. Here, yeah, everybody collaborates, we talk, and, and you network. And yeah. network is net worth, and I, it, it's great. I, this, it's night and day from last year. I thought last year was great. This yeah, year was this even, better. even better. Yeah, I'm excited better. for next year. I thought it was going to get on me about last night. Like some words were spoken, like yeah, that's oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys did a great job hosting the hosting the uh, dinner and uh, yeah, and and you're right. That's the theme of it. We're kind of you know trying to bring everything back there at the end and just like yeah. make it into a positive and keep the industry going. So. Yeah, and that's the way it should be. Well, listen, guys, uh, we won't keep it much longer. Just wanted to bring you guys on, have a conversation. I always love talking to y'all. I love to hear, you know, where you're at and where, how you feel the industry's going. And uh, appreciate you guys coming on and chatting with me. Thank you for having me. Thanks a lot. Okay, guys. awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks,